Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys, you you keep trying to do what we did and it's not working. Yeah, you, no. you can't be the what the fuck people or the dirty people. Mm-hmm. It just makes you look silly well, sitting next funny, to us. Aren't actually funny or dirty. You know, it's just like they just they're like, let's talk about tampons, but they don't have any funny or original thoughts about it. Yeah. Yeah, but but my talking about it is powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, is it? Mm-hmm. It's powerfully obnoxious. Right. It's, it's like you're uh, ruining it. <laughs> yeah. You're proving the people who think that it's not funny to talk about your period is right, but that's fine. Oh, uh, man. That's one thing they haven't dealt with in this game I'm playing yet. Periods? Yeah, it, which is interesting. Yeah, like, remember how we talked about in Sims, how there should be fucking periods in there? Yeah. So I'm I'm playing a game called The Last of Us 2 right now, which is fucking amazing. Um, It's easily one of the best video games I've ever played. And uh, the two main characters that you play as are both women. Although people try and argue one girl is a trans woman, but it's like you play her as a tiny child. So unless she found hormones in some post-apocalyptic world and transitioned as a child... It's it's just two cis women. And that's fine because they're fucking badass. Like, they're not like... Uh, they're both like it's a video game. Project whatever you want to yeah. into the character. Who cares? I just, I, I just am enthralled by it because I really, you know, it, it, representation's an easy thing to just like toss that word around. But it's so fun to no, play a video important. game as like a woman, yeah, especially one that's not just like fucking lollipops and rainbows my boobs. and yeah, and uh-huh. it's gay. It's like it's like nah, these bitches are fucking are bad, fighting yeah. and like chopping like awesome. infected heads off and like you're struggling to survive and like uh but at one point you find out you know i guess spoiler alert one of the main characters best friends is pregnant right and so Mm -hmm. you do get like this whole like beginning view of pregnancy within like this post-apocalyptic world and Mm -hmm. like and they're both like 26 right they're like not like teenagers but they're not like old women they're like roughly my age right yeah um so that's cool and like you see her having morning sickness and shit but you don't see but you never hear like you know, a large part of the game is looting and like scavenging for supplies and yeah, trying to find supplies. Yeah, you should supplies. have to find some fucking diva cups. Yeah, fi- yeah, one diva cup. All you need is just one diva cup. The rare mythical diva cup that's left. Otherwise, you you're and like- your girlfriend can share it as my girlfriend and I do. <laughs> we still only have one diva cup, but it's working out just fine because sinking is a myth. Um, yeah, I mean that's interesting. Not that I play that many video games. I mean, I'd like to if I had the time and money, but um. But I've never seen or heard of any kind of periods happening in video games. And that's, it's that, 2020 people that, come on. That exist outside of like a cut scene and a joke. Oh, I've, yeah. I mean, you I haven't seen that. But I, don't, I haven't either, but I'm just assuming that like. That's probably happened. It, yeah. It's something that somebody has joked about in a video game. Yeah. Somebody's made a joke about like, oh, I'm sure she's on her period, right? I'm sure yeah. that's been, that level of like exposure yeah, has yeah. been mentioned. But, but like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's like a thing where like the fact that you're having your period is, is a, a factor is, that you have to deal with. Yeah, it's part of the game. Part of the gameplay. Yeah. And then we know there's a bunch of female fucking video game computer people right now. So like. A growing number, yeah. A growing number. Come on, it's time. And, and what? Well, I don't care. You know, if it's fucking 
men and penis people, whoever, who need to be the first ones to program period stuff in there, go interview some chicks and. <laughs> I mean, like, put especially, it in. I mean, so these, these aren't like zombies. Zombies are like infected with a virus, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking, like, in a, in a sort of zombie like video game, you know, like, wouldn't like uh, open wound and blood kind of, yeah. if that, if like you're cut and that increases like your risk of being caught, like, your period. yeah, that mm-hmm. should also be factored in. Like, that would be such a fucking cool, cool level of detail, right? You have yeah. to deal with, yeah, just kind of like how as your diva cup fills up, <laughs> it starts to attract the animals or fiends or whatever more. Or if you can't find a diva cup, then you have to wear like a tan on which is a little bit more of a the a blood risk. can be smelled yeah, yeah and the, and a pad even the worst so some fucking you have to worry about wolves and shit like being on to your blood yeah. yeah that's a fucking badass thing to show like what women <laughs> have to deal with you know but then also it gives you like in this game uh there's a lot of like strategy involved so like if i'm trying to sneak through an area i can like throw a bottle or something to distract people but like what if you were trying to set a trap for somebody so you like pull out the bloody tampon and leave it somewhere to attract totally. people to it and use it to bait, you know, these yeah. fucking zombies and clear them out. You can fucking, you know, or you smear some on the wall shit. and like Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff you could do. I'm just like, yeah, that metal gear solid kind of gameplay. Now you've got a tampon that you're taking out of you and then whipping around like a sling, you know. Yeah, like it blinds looking. your enemy. It obscures their vision momentarily, right? Or you, you just throw it in the far enough away so that the guard starts, or the wolf comes over yeah. to that area. Yeah, there's a million. This is so fun. Untapped. Untapped <laughs> area video game. This is going to be a play. video game that's just like totally period themed. <laughs> it's like, no, just incorporate it into these awesome games where there's increasingly more factors like real life factors that you have to cope with and that affect your game, you know, like, yeah, how is period, especially on Sims, on the what fact is it, the that it's not a two? part of Sims is wild. Yeah. There must be no women working. Has, how has it never occurred to anyone after on the, on the fifth or sixth generation of like this amazing game that they keep making more detailed and shit. It's like, dude, that's one of the basic things you got to deal with. You could easily program that into the little Sim world, you know, it's like, it, and and know. the men should have to fucking come every three days or whatever it is. It's it kind of reminds me of that uh, South Park game where you, as you pick your skin color, it's like this won't affect everything, but it will make everything harder. <laughs> you know, it's like exactly. It's like that kind of like level Let's of deal like, with some real you, shit. Yeah, yeah, and ju- yeah, in general, games could get much more realistic. Or even yeah, that's true for Sims. What if they put some like racial element to it? You got an expansion pack where you could get like treated worse by the cops and shit. You know, and like have to like. Figure out how to deal. I don't know. You know, women based on your gender, you're like proportionately paid less. Yeah, <laughs> or or maybe depending on like what kind of career you go into, whether or not you're planning on getting pregnant, whether they ask you that in the end. Inter- I mean, yeah, they could fucking. I don't know. We just want. Um, I don't know if Sims <laughs> is even that realistic at this point, or Grand Grand Theft Auto Nine or whatever they're on. I'm just like it'll be six next. Six and yeah, they as a woman you have to like deal with having a period while also stealing people's cars and killing I fucking people. Love or that that would be fucking tight. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, here's you go to strip club, you ought to be able to use a tampon in some mission. To- <laughs> Escape from a, I don't know. If you can pull the tampon out of this stripper while she's on stage, you get a bonus <laughs> or something like that. I, I, that I sounds mean, like what would be in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It's like it's going to be something vaguely misogynistic, but also could be equally hilarious since it's a video game. Yeah, that's their vibe <laughs> for sure.
This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under Gender Fluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I missed that game. <laughs> yeah, I really do like Grand Theft Auto V. It- I used to just read the internet that they broke <laughs> or just drive around. I was like, the game, because I, I got lost on little missions, but it's so pleasing to just enjoy the fact that somebody created this elaborate world. So many people did. And yet, how much more amazing if they had periods. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, and honestly, because a lot of times, I mean, I know there's this whole thing about people being like, oh, I don't want to hear about your period. And I mean, there's some men who are still like that, but you know, whenever I would do stand up about it, it was usually the men who loved it the most. They were, they were delighted to be learning about something and hearing it like honestly described, Yeah, you know? And it's like, so do you know how many men would love to, to actually be like, Oh, is that what a period is like? You gotta fucking, well, you have to really get it right. You know, not that everything has to be entertaining, but you gotta make it entertaining. Yeah. It's like, it, cause here's the thing. It's like, yes, we should talk about periods and all sorts of bodily functions that like people don't normally talk about. But the way not to do it is to like do it the way my mom did growing up mm-hmm. about sex or anything where it's like, she's like, she knows that I think a lot of it's funny. Any bodily function, <laughs> I just laugh at. And so she tries to be Miss Frank. She's like, mm-hmm. super Frank. Well, this is just the reality of the situation. And if you just can't handle this as like a very neutral fact, you know, then uh-huh. you're you're clearly too immature to talk about <laughs> about what our bodies just actually go through. And I'm like, yo, like I that's not the kind of like conversations we need to have, uh-huh. right? When you're like, if men could just hear about periods, it's like, yeah, they've been hearing about periods that way, where it's just like, yeah. we just all need to accept. It's like, yes, we do, but also like, let's couch it within like something that's a bit more palatable than like just this like incredibly medical clinical way of yeah. looking at. It. I mean. I'm not saying that we shouldn't let's have those conversations, but like <laughs> with, with as far as we have to go to talk about it, let's, let's, uh-huh. let's work our way towards like being able to like, yeah, well, again, I don't even think it's work your way towards, if you want men to hear it, you'll just be funny. Um, <laughs> because I mean, it works for me, you know, like I've just, I've had so, so little pushback from men in terms of all my, you know, crazy explicit period jokes i mean yeah. i'll fucking go to town describing shit that i've never heard anyone else talk about and men love it men love it so that's the thing it's just like i don't know maybe be honest be funny well, it takes away a bit of the like it almost i don't i almost want to say like the regalness surrounding mm-hmm. it where it's yeah. like like talking about periods supposed trading to be this in. like not, yeah. th- not that it isn't that thing but that like well no but there's also that whole like we have the kind of mystery of it and the the kind of like excuses that you can make of it uh, out of it on the one hand and then you have the, this like misogyny and disgust yeah. that men yeah, have yeah. around it on the other hand and so do we want I think I would rather give up some of the mystery and some of the like you know because you because you still also it is a reality that has to be um, kind of considered that you know women like we have these hormone cycles that are really hard to get a grasp on because there's two different like main like phases throughout the month that you have to acclimate to and then your left and right uterus are different so each month is different and no one tells you any of that shit growing up no one explains which hormones are going where they're just like 
yeah, some people have PMS and some people don't. And that's like the extent of your sex education about PMS. And so like you're just left to figure this all out on your own, you know. And then everyone's kind of different. Yeah. I don't know. How do we get here? We're talking about that video game. <laughs> now there should be periods on in video on, games. Yeah, but what's it called? The Rest of Us. The too. Last I, of Us. The Last of Us Two. I do want to play that. <laughs> that high. could be a different game. The Maybe they will of, have. There's the, the Last of, of Us, and then there's the, the rest, rest of, of Us who got into a bunker and are just fine, <laughs> not yeah. surviving the apocalypse. Or oh. you're the zombie people or whatever, yeah. the infected people. That's the rest. You trying to eat the lesbians? <laughs> Ugh, it's so fun. Yeah, you ever get to is, play the bad guys in the zombie games? Uh, at play as a zombie? Yeah. I've never actually played as a zombie. I'm sure no. in some game it's like an element of it, but I don't think there's... Uh, I mean, I, Actually, I think I remember a while back, this is like a long time ago, there was a game where you were a zombie and your goal was to eat people, I'm pretty sure, and you had <laughs> yeah. to eat people to stay alive. Surely. Yeah, you got to eat them to have... Or you could play as a sort of hive mind of the zombies... Um, kind and then of like a direct, where you like them, click and everybody moves. What's they're kind called? of hordes. Like, you mean the gameplay of that? Yeah, kind of like in World of or, or the old Warcraft and Starcraft kind of like games. A, strategy a little game bit strategy games. Like you can kind of circle people and move them a little bit. Like yeah, so if you the human is real playing, time strategy RTS. That's real time it. strategy. So the the humans people are playing on an individual level where they're trying to like figure out how to survive, but they might team up with other people in yeah. PCs or, or so other people, cool. and then yeah, the other gameplay is trying to that's kind of fun um yeah that w- i would play that but yeah oh oh that's what i was talking about yeah but with the last of us it's just fun to play as like a lesbian girl and like have it not be stupid and silly because like as i've through quarantine yeah, I've, I've had time had seen a lesbian video game before yeah like, or where it's like a part part of the plot but it's not like a right. dumb stereotypical just part, a part of, the of the character yeah exactly but she's yeah and yeah and then like cut scenes like in their little like town so they, they don't can have live to in, you see that there's some day. drama where like the girl she's fucking is clearly bi because she's like is this dude's like ex who's also their friend in this small town right there's this like small this town small dating town. drama oh, where dear. it's like <laughs> but he and her are talking about it real chill he's just like she's like yeah Sorry, I got drunk and made out with her last night. He's like, it's cool. It's all fine, man. Right? You know, they're just like talking about the fact that they're both romantically and sexually involved with this girl in like a very chill, normal way. Wait, so are they poly? No, but like oh. it's it's just like dating, right? It's like yeah. young 20-somethings dating, you know, oh, we all went out to the town tavern and had like yeah, some drinks yeah. and we ended up making out and he has feelings for her. But it was like really nice to see that level of like kind of queer just normal ass dating done so simply and so well like in a video game cut scene that's interesting i mean you know i really got on this kick of trying to find good games to play with women as lead characters Mm -hmm. when i played played uh, horizon zero dawn uh it it was that game i was playing for a while where i'm the girl with a bow and arrow hunting robots right sound familiar and it was Mm -hmm. like really pretty and like you could ride around you started playing it did i yeah my memory i don't i don't make new memories anymore (laughs) i've noticed (laughs) anything that's from like 27 and before might still be there but otherwise yeah so i played that but it was just so much fun to play like a cool powerful but not like cheesy like woman and like to like just to like have that be the lead character and so every time i jumped i didn't hear like (laughs) trying to like get over things like you know it's like a they do program in the newer games <laughs> like, is this a dude running or jerking off? Like, I can't fucking tell. Yeah, but you hope for a little bit of that with the women ones. You know. Yeah, and, but with the women ones Getting for a while, it was all like, ah, 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 
And so like, now it just they dialed it down. They well. finally have like hit like this good realistic level where it's just like, oh, that sounds like what I would sound like if yeah. I was tired as fuck from like like a human, yeah, a real ass person. And, but it, yeah. and it's also just cool to look at the screen and uh-huh. see a woman doing all that yeah, shit dude. with sounds that it sound really normal. Cool. And like, yeah. Anywho, big fan. I think of the my roommate has too. a has a PlayStation Four or whatever, so maybe I should just treat myself. It's worth the investment. Do you have to buy it from somewhere? Or can you just download it? You can do either. You can either download it okay. straight onto their PlayStation, but you should buy it because right, then you better. get to take it with you everywhere. Like oh. if you move somewhere else. Yeah. Can't you just, ha- you can't have like an account or something and then. I don't know. I don't know the technology that well. It, I'm not that it. savvy. Okay. You're right. I'll try to buy, I'll buy the thing. <laughs> oh man. That way I'll have my one OCD game, Pokemon, and then I'll have my immersive game, The Last of Us 2. And I'm just going to skip Last of Us 1 because it starts in Austin, but then goes somewhere else anyway. Yeah. Like the Austin part sounds cute, but it, it is. But you're playing as this dude named Joel. And like, I played name. part of the first of The Last of Us and it was good. Like, I liked it, but it, didn't I, didn't, it? I didn't finish it. Okay. Um, the gameplay in this is just way better. Gotcha. I think way okay, more intuitive. Tight. All right. So we're skipping. And you don't need the whole this- backstory. This episode is sponsored by The Last of Us 2, specifically, <laughs> not Last of Us 1. Also, they do not endorse anything that we say on this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. They're not our sponsors. But if they want to be, I would love a free copy of The Last of Us 2. Can we send an email? Can we, yeah, Can that's we send what we, an we email? Need to send hey, an email. we're looking to review your game. You want to hook it up? Yeah. We actually, uh, we should just be like, we actually already reviewed your game. And we were wondering if you would give Ariel and just send him a little thing being like, look. Yeah. Oh, I'll send up the whole thing with the, the periods. Audio. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the period stuff in. I oh, say. for sure. Okay, good. Oh, for sure. It's I think so we can good. get sponsored to the tune of a free CD. Just, yeah, just one. All I want is one copy of The Last of Us 2. Maybe two copies so we can give one away to a listener who also, some other lesbian who wants to play a lesbian for the first time. And in The Last of Us 3, there'll be periods. Yeah. Oh, please. And, and or at least us. just like one like little, because sometimes they do these like video games do these like weird little cut scenes that uh-huh. you kind of play through gently, right? Like it's yeah. like you'd only have to hit like X or like do yeah, a very yeah. limited amount of shit, right? But they, they'll toss in little mini games. Like even if we can just start with The Last of Us 3, you're just like a period cut scene mini game. Where you have to use some of the elements of what we're talking about. Yeah, making your own period products out of, you know, yeah. other materials that you've got. Because yeah. that's how it works. You, like, find, like, oh, I need, like, cloth and, and some, like, some sort of alcohol so I can make a bandage, right, tape. for a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so bad at crafts. <laughs> I need some twine, some cotton balls. <laughs> look around. <laughs> yeah, and a piece of electrical some tape. Leaves. I don't know what I've got available. Oh no, you found poison ivy. <laughs> Damn it again. I think they should make it a part of the gameplay, though, for real. And The Sims. It just should be a meter, you know, a meter that pops up a quarter of the time, and then now you got to deal with that on this, you know, and and it's like how your it's first just... day is maybe heavy, maybe not yet, and then your next day is like super heavy, and your whole life is ruined, and a lot of time there's pain, but you never know, and there might not be pain that's that bad. I mean, and the whole, you, you know, the, the I mean? hard thing though is to translate because like the the idea of games is to make you the player feel an emotion, yeah, but like you're you have to represent everything visually and statistically, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like. If I have a pain meter that goes up like on that second day, 
why, how do we take it to where I, the player, then like am worried about that pain instead of just being like, yeah, you're feeling fucking pain. You're a Sims. You're not real. I don't give a fuck, right? Yeah. There, if you could well, add some sort of like gameplay yeah, element like where a, like the way you interact with other people is altered or the way your character yeah, moves Yeah, they have a changed. mood, they have a mood bar. And when your mood bar is low, then it makes you like less able to socialize effectively. It makes you less oh, able to get like um, promotions I've never at work played Sims thoroughly. I haven't oh, played, I even played Sims since too. like maybe... Yeah, I, play, I think I played three a teeny bit. Um, God only knows what they're up to at this point. But yeah, so there's definitely stuff like that um, so that would already be, it would be so easily integratable into what they've already got okay. at the point. So it's like, yeah, so sometimes then in that cycle, you get these bursts of like maybe pain or maybe angst. You're crying, you're angry. You know, that you could put that in there and make it be something that the sim has to deal with. And then some months that doesn't happen. And again, the heaviness, like, so for one day, you've got to like change your stuff more often and then it gets slower. You know what I mean? That's so easy. It's a program. I mean, it's some work, I guess, but I think it'd be fun. I think they just don't trust that people want there to be periods in their gameplay. It's like, but hey, it's like, get your it's fucking periods out of my gameplay. I don't want any fucking period yeah. shit near my fucking gameplay. If we can okay? handle everything else that's happened in 2020, I think we can handle periods and Sims. Yeah. Easily. And video games in general. Easily. Mm hmm. So, did you ever watch Scooby Doo? Yeah. So, apparently, the writer says he tried to have Velma be a lesbian. And the studio blocked it. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was like, seriously, I really tried to make her lesbian. I saw everybody being like, it's official. Velma's a lesbian. I thought it was like one of those SpongeBob announcements where they were like, all right, we'll give it to you. She's a lesbian. But he like wanted her to be a lesbian. I mean, to the extent that James Gunn, who is was the writer director. Did he, did he write? I mean, is he a, the original Scooby-Doo person? I'm not. I don't know if he gets well to say. Scooby-Doo knowledge. Yeah. Cause if he's not like the original creator, then it's like, well, I, do you just get to say which characters get, but it's like in his movie, at least he, he, in his, yeah. in his interpretation, which is his movie as a writer director, I think that's fair. Like he wanted Velma to be gay. And it's like, so what year was that? It was in 2002. That's well, still that pretty makes, early on. That makes the, sense. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought this was just like a few years ago, and it was like Jesus Christ, I mean, fucking just let her be gay. That's fun, but yeah, in two thousand two, dude, it just that wouldn't have been family friendly. Yeah, you know, Velma's a lesbian, not in this household. No, they people would have not taken their kid. I mean, a lot. They would have, yeah, they would have turned off a lot of people in two thousand two. It would have been a scandal. A, I mean, you know, I remember it was like a fucking scandal in my family that. Disney allowed gay cruises and gay Pride Day at at Disney World and yeah, you know, I mean, all this kind of shit was a scandal to a lot of people. So, well, just our inclusion in anything public was a scandal. Yeah, because it would be like because it was deemed def- acceptable. Except, yeah, like they were ma- condoning it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want. Yeah, I didn't want it to be condoned, but but for us real heads, we already knew. I mean, but, she looks like but, a fucking lesbian. I mean, so, kind of. She looks like some subgenre of lesbian. I mean, she's clearly like a STEM lesbian. A like, STEM lesbian, yeah. Like a science lesbian, you know? Yeah. That's fucking her. Mm-hmm. So that's Iconic. nice. So she's basically a lesbian. And I don't know why the first two gay news stories that 
um, came up today. If you type in gay news, it just it's like Ricky Martin on coming out as gay, and he's talking about you know he's super happy ever since. It's a totally stupid piece of news, but just remember when Ricky Martin was in the closet, how <laughs> fucking retarded that was. I mean, honestly, like there had never been anyone gayer. Talking about like in the times and how you know people felt about it, there had never been anyone as openly flamboyant. Liberace. Well, yeah, but just in the really popular, young, you know, like this is like... He was everywhere. He was everywhere. That Live and La Vida Loca song. And women loved him and mm -hmm. men thought he was like a great, you know, masculine figure and like... And most of us were sitting there going... Yo, this motherfucker is gay. Clearly gay. Yeah. It it was just as obvious as Clay Aiken, but some people still wanted to... Hold on to that little rat face (laughs) fuck. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's too bad my mom wasn't also into Ricky Martin, but that's that's too that's, young for that's me. That's my fetish is when people come out as gay and disappoint people. That's what I get off oh, on. Yeah. I love watching people be disappointed when they find out people are gay. It's mm-hmm. like, mm, mm, feels so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, 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 your fandom was shattered a little bit. Oh, yeah. It you makes don't me get happy. To fuck that person in your mind anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're actually gay. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, love to see it. Love to hear it. Anyway, yeah, Ricky Martin. I just yeah, and then every and then years later, you'll always just hear the news. Oh yeah, Ricky Martin's gay. And we're like, yeah. Remember Ellen Page though? It was that was a real hard one. We just did not know if that was going to happen. If she was ever going to come out? Yeah, or if she even was gay. Cause some of those cute little ones aren't always gay, you know. And you're just like, it was like with the Kristen Stewart thing, where you're like, oh yeah. I think she's one of the not gay ones, you know? Like, yeah. Because, yeah. You could There's something just about be... her that's a little ditzy, too ditzy to be a lesbian. Whereas with Ellen Page, you're like, you're not ditzy at all. I think you are one of the good ones. And I do value lesbians over straight women, obviously. <laughs> I'm trying to think of people who have come out where it's like, huh, I did not see that coming. But mm. like... <laughs> There, you know, but there aren't many, right? Like, mo- typically, when someone comes out, and you're like, "Yeah, it makes sense. That fucking reads. That yeah, tracks." Yeah, we. Are, well, usually it's like we already knew that, but we all secretly suspected and hoped, mm-hmm. and you, you, you didn't come out as much as you confirmed our suspicions and dreams. Well, because it's always like years later. I mean, you know, that's what what was so cool about when Ellen did it, because it was like. You know, it was not at a convenient time where, oh, the world's accepted gayness now. And so yeah. let's do this. This will just be a good mir- move for my, you know, career that's been dwindling lately anyway. Whatever. And maybe they'll give me an award. No, 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 no. She risked and lost a lot in order to come out. So let's just all remember that when we, you know, blame her for having gotten rich and corrupted in her heart probably. Because, you know, this is what happens. You give people too much money, they become shittier. Just, you know? Maybe we should reorganize uh, our values around money in the society and work on that, but... Yeah, sure. Who is it lately who's disappointed? Uh, I don't know. Somebody... I don't even want to talk about... Somebody I like really value as an artist has been accused of some like, you know, sex uh, wrongness things. Um kind of because as far as i know it's it's there's like some uh maybe 15 16 year old girl who was a fan who he invited to you're talking about christy Elia? 
No, Julia, no. I don't, I don't, you know, know enough about him or his life to even. I don't either. I, I, that was I assume he was gross who... to 17 year old girls. That's what, look at, a, look at him. Look at a picture of him. Yes. Okay. So you give that guy some money, some fame, some, you know, whatever, a stage in front of all these chicks. He's going to, he's going to want to fuck. He's, they're all feeble files again, man, you know? So it's like, yeah, he's going to try to fuck some girls. And you know, you made the law at 17, 16 in some States. He'll probably, yeah. 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 Does he have a chart on his wall? That's your laws. So if there's, you know, this is just what it is. And maybe, you know, I was thinking about this last week when we talked about how like men are attracted to the, the feeble thing is maybe even more appealing because it's taboo. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's like it could be one of those things where just like with alcohol, we all freak out here in America and drink so much before we're 21. And then we all kind of usually calm down a little bit after that. But like we binge drink and a lot of us binge drink for the rest of our lives, whereas in other countries where there isn't a legal drinking age or it's like 15 or whatever, they just don't have that problem with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe there is something kind of like that we're doing wrong as a society in terms of tabooifying a febophilia to the extent that now people have a fucking alluring. have a fucking catch them all yeah he's probably got a chart on his wall of every state and the the legal age for a dude and chick and then he just checks them off and that's fine and that is legally allowed but you guys you know so i i kind of constantly come back to this phrase in my head uh that that's from uh, Dave Chappelle's Killing Him Softly special where he's like, we have to decide how old is 15 really? Yeah. He's like, because, you know, in one state, you know, there's this person and this is how they're treated. In the other state, there's a 15-year-old black kid who, like, kills his friend on accident practicing wrestling moves. And, like, did they treat him as a child? No, like, he's a fucking adult. Yeah. They gave him the death sentence, right? Right. And so it's like, yeah, I think we as a country need to reckon with the fact that like one, I think this sounds uh, maybe a bit like uh, tautological or oxymoronic. I don't know what the right word is, but we've infantilized children Yeah. to the point like I think we take away a lot of like the maturity and insight and wisdom that like not just children, but young people have. Yeah. Right. And so it's like what what is the lived experience of 15, 16 year olds yeah. like? Should 15-year-olds be fucking 30-year-olds? No. But should we, like you said, should we put this such intense taboo around, like, sexual attraction and desire to these 15-year-olds? Right. Is it a good or a bad thing? Because we, we implicitly and pretty explicitly acknowledge it in so many other facets right. of our life. Like, I constantly bring up anime. where I, I used to do a joke. It's like, if you like anime, you're a pedophile. Yeah. You know, because it's like... They're, most of the characters are high school right. people who are just drawn to be super sexy and we just pretend as if they're all of age, right? Yeah. We're in some perpetual fantasy where maybe we're their age too in our minds, but it's a child world. Or it's a cartoon, so it doesn't it's matter. Cartoon, or yeah. like, you know, like even even if like Bring It On is a great example for me because even though a lot of those actors are over the age of 18, you're still casting adults in like the roles of young people. Yeah. You're still putting the same kind of like sex attraction and element yeah. into that, you're right? Calling them 15, 16, yeah. whatever. So, and at that point, if we're all playing fantasy, just going, well, the actual person that I'm getting off to is that right. I was like, yeah, but the character you're looking at that you clearly yeah. think is hot and attractive and cute is that age. Yeah. And, and by refusing to acknowledge that people can even have those feelings without being a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it does incentive, not in a weird way, incentivize them. No, it is. It's this thing is when we make something against the rules, it does incentivize the same kind of fucking testosterone people who are all about money, power, winning, whatever, to be like, I'm going to fuck all the young girls. And here we have Jeffrey Epstein, Galen Maxwell. We need to talk about this more because there are answers. 
for what we could do to fix this. And nobody wants to talk about pedophilia. And so that's why we don't get there. And I think we should talk about pedophilia more so that we can get to the point where we have a rational, reasonable relationship to the fucking reality of our bodies and hormones and minds and society. Yeah. I think we all just need, well, we need to come to a point where we can talk about like teenagers and their sexuality and our adults and their sexuality without like this, you know, specter of our puritanical yeah. I past. Mean, I was just putting up pictures of, I had to search teenagers car wash to find some pictures for our Instagram. So I could put up a, a, a clip of us talking about that shit last week, how we have these, you know, um, teenage girls in bikinis washing cars to raise money and and if you know our fathers are going to their car washes and we are we're looking at them and I, so it's like yeah we know that men are attracted to 15 year old 16 year old girls particularly when those 16 year old girls have big boobs you know that's normal for men to be attracted to that and for me i'm attracted to that i'm looking for these pictures of teenage girls going <laughs> okay well not unenjoyable for somebody I was like damn somebody you know fucking when the, they have the big boobs and their skin is all perfect and stuff yes of course we all like that yeah and not to mention we have this conversation completely outside the fact that a lot of the like high end fashion models that people see mm-hmm. are 15 and 16 years yeah. old a lot we it's not as if like our culture just refuses to put 15 and 16 year old like people in sexualized positions right yeah. or to exploit them for their good looks or beauty right yeah we do that fucking from the day one we're not putting ugly kids in movies very often it's the hot kids um so i I, f- I finally used uh, the bidet. How'd it go? It was it was fine. I kind of cheated a little bit. I was okay. already in the middle of. Well, <laughs> 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 I feel like I cheated because it wasn't just like I went and took a shit and then used the but bidet. Yeah, but we talked about you know practicing. Yeah, so I guess I took my first practice run at actual regular bidet use. Mm-hmm. I was, I I was doing it when I used that new shower shot enema thing because mm-hmm. uh, I was like I was having man I was having some terrible farts. I mean like we we got all this free chicken from Bill Miller's right. <laughs> <laughs> and like I hadn't eaten that much just fried chicken in a long time. <laughs> I love that these people correctly assessed the situation when y'all, y'all do were in there getting some, and they were like, do you want 40 more chicken fingers for free? <laughs> like, fuck. Oh, no, dude, they hooked it up. They gave us fucking breasts, uh, legs, and like, reg- I've got more if you want some. Yeah, I would love a few legs. Yeah. Thighs would be um, and so we were like, fuck yeah, we want some. They're like, we're about to close. We got, we did get there. I, like, to to, I love Bill Miller. <laughs> yeah, we got there just before they closed. And like, uh, really, they were nice letting us slide in that quickly. Because uh, like that, I we were the type of people that like when I was waiting tables, I would have been like, yo, fuck you. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Or like I when know. I was working retail, it's like, dude, you coming in like five, four or five minutes before we technically But you closed? assess the situation because they might just be like, hey, is there anything that is easily to go and, and then we the can do that we, and we always get, really well we always get the fried chicken which they usually have leftovers exactly. of at the night it's like it's you're we're helping not, us we're not ordering a specialty meal item but yeah they were like hey would y'all like some extra chicken because like we're about to close we're like sure and they hand us the biggest box of chicken we, we just started <laughs> laughing we were like fuck yeah like hell yeah i would call that correctly gendering you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do y'all want some chicken my gender fried chicken lover <laughs> that yeah. is my gender that's part of it you're like we are the kind of women who would yes please fuck up want some fried to chicken these gay bitches look like they would eat the fuck out some fried chicken like yes <laughs> y'all want some more thighs and breasts uh-huh. <laughs> so 
we uh we we get home we eat it and like you know not 45 minutes later for whatever oh, reason yeah, <laughs> i was just like i was for having whatever these reason we're like <laughs> i mean I, you know i've eaten fried chicken it just might have been the amount with which yes. i ate it like, yes. like, and we so, just discussed that you were given 40 <laughs> whatever pieces of chicken for whatever reason i was having fart. all of it but well yeah I, but I you know you eat, ate too much i did eat like six or seven yeah. okay. large pieces of chicken <laughs> fried chicken it was delicious anyone would fart Plus some fries and gravy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Obviously. but they were just like uncomfortably potent. Where like mm-hmm. at first, like I was just, I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> right. I farted and then like it hit Alexis and she was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God, Ava. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And it was like it last week when I was talking about when people have that reaction, it makes me laugh and then it mm-hmm. makes me fart more. These farts were so bad. I c- no, you're done <laughs> okay. eating. These farts were so bad. I couldn't even laugh at them. <laughs> like they weren't even like funny bad. They were just like something died inside of you, and its zombie corpse is trying to claw its way out. That's Isn't what's it funny happening. That the things that aren't funny in real time are the funniest things <laughs> later. <laughs> so fucking funny. But Tragedy like, plus comedy plus time equals comedy. We're, so we're just sitting there, right? And <laughs> Tragedy like, is what the farts were. <laughs> and like, eventually we go to bed, but the farts never stop. Oh, I mean, yeah, all night. Dude. And it's so like laying when we were like laying in bed watching TV later on that night. She was like, "You maybe you need to go use the fucking shower shot and wash whatever is trying to come out out. Like, you just need to like put that shit up there and get it out of you." And I was like. Yeah, I know that sounds like it would work and like that would be a good idea. But then what would happen is then I would just I would like use the shower shot and then like fall asleep. And I then I would just have like res- residue wet farts from like the leftover trickles of the enema that did not like get out. Yeah. I would just have like wet farts, like slightly shitty farts too yeah. in our nice white bed. Like we have like white sheets. Like, so do you want to sleep with wet, nasty farts <laughs> or just regular nasty farts? Uh she chose regular nasty farts and so we went to bed but then the next morning she, we wake up and i'm like all right i do have to take a shit so i go and take like this like really massive nasty shit just like not yeah. good uh and then so good i mean yeah so good i was like oh well maybe that's better but then it it's not better oh, and so man. i'm like okay you that's know what the worst when you take a major shit and then you still have farts and, and you know yeah oh. and so i'm like all right it's time to fucking shower shot it up like i'm gonna do it like at this point i've shit most of it out so it's, i'm gonna just try and like pump some water up yeah. and get like that deep colon cleansing like anima shit take going spray hose to it yeah, yeah. But I've I've never used one before, so I was kind of excited too. Oh, you hadn't used the sure the sure shot or whatever. The shower shot. The shower shot. No, I'd oh. seen them, um, but I've never used one properly. And so, oh. I go and I get in the shower and I like wash my body and shit. I don't know why I did that first, <laughs> but yeah. like order of operations is all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, and then I'm like playing with the shower shot, and I thank God I tested it before I put it in me. I was like, how well, how strong does it come out? And I like turned it all the way on and it did that like cartoon fire hose thing yeah. where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. has a life of its own. Like it, it fucking, the pressure we have here, I guess is amazing or whatever, but like it comes out towards like that would hurt the inside of my asshole if I turned it all the way on. Like I was playing with it where I was holding the cord like halfway up Mm-hmm. Uh, the like body of the cord and turned it on and it would just like hold itself up and like push itself up off the ground Jeez. and like flail around and shit. Yeah, that seems like a hard beating. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go about 50%, right? I just need to get like some uh, get some water in me. 
but uh it was it was pleasantly not intense i was okay. kind of hoping it would be intense and i guess it mm-hmm. would be if i was if it, i kept imagining this being used in like a kink situation right because mm-hmm. like you know i put up my asshole i turned the water up 50 75 percent pump myself full of water Mm-hmm. And then I do a thing where I clench my butthole and then I kind of bounce on my toes a little bit uh-huh. just because in my head I'm shaking the water around yeah. inside me, like yeah. washing the sides of my colon For off sure. as I shake around. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if that actually works. I hope it is. But that's my wife's tale of like an yeah. enema tip is jiggle around sure. and like, you know, just like if you want to rinse out a if you're rinsing out a bottle glass or, something, or yeah, yeah. Or if you're gonna Put wash the lid your back on and shake it up. You're gonna wash your bong and not shake it around. Yeah, like, no, sure. you got to yeah. get that resin off the side. Yeah. <laughs> So I do that two or three times. You know, I do that, and then you waddle, waddle, waddle real fast over the toilet. Shit explodes, <laughs> you know, yeah. out your ass. Just like, oh, God. which is honestly kind of a wonderful feeling. Like, yeah. it's like getting to have the sensation of taking, like, a large shit, but without any of the pain associated with, like, a giant shit, right? You just get to, uh, you're just pushing water out, and it's just, so it's just the sensation of, like, relief mm-hmm. uh, really quickly. Uh, so I did that two or three times, and then at the end of it, I, like, you know, I was like, I'm a, I've been in and out of the shower, so I just turned the bidet on, right? Yeah. It was fine. It was good. It was a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, but I still don't know if I could do that if my asshole hadn't already been, like, worked Hopefully. up to it. Yeah. Well, it was uh, like, it was like it's it's had so much sensation already that, like, the single sensation of a bidet splashing on it is a, it's fucking nothing compared to shoving a metal tube in my ass and pumping yeah. it full of water, right? Yeah. You know, and then shitting that out, like, three times in a row. Yeah. But... It baby steps towards the bidet. Interesting. Which is, oh, but I, I kept having this idea of like uh, BDSM enema shit. Mm-hmm. Like BDSM when I was putting because I was hoping it would be more pleasurable, right? I was hoping I'd be like, oh, I fucking love the way this feels, like pumping myself full of water. Mm-hmm. But I was like, eh, you know, it's not intense. It's pleasurably, surprisingly Someone pleasurably unintense. It. It's like, yeah, this feels a little normal to me, right? This mm-hmm. is pretty middle of the road kind of like sexual feeling shit but then as i was doing it i just kept imagine like you know being fucking sh- like put in like a stockade like strapped into a stockade and locked in there and like unable to move and like there's a bar like a t-bar coming up from the ground that looks like a capital t that's my hips are bent over mm-hmm. you know so i have to be held in like a fuckable position mm-hmm. and somebody just walks up behind me and just like shoves yeah. the tube yeah. my ass and and like fills it up until i can barely take anymore and then they pull it out and i just have to like let it all go and then they repeatedly do that so i'm clean yeah. and ready for people to use me yeah yeah and you could, that's part of the process yeah like getting cleaned out with one forcibly yeah sounded really hot being processed into the facility yeah getting ready for use like uh, oh yeah, yeah she, we got to get her back out there tonight we got a large crowd coming we'll fucking go take her out back and clean yeah. her out real quick right like yeah ah, clean yeah. can you go clean the girls out yeah <laughs> clean out the livestock <laughs> call me livestock uh-huh. <laughs> i'm your meat uh-huh. <laughs> Anywho, but where's that video game? <laughs> yeah, where's that video game? <laughs> but that's the that's the closest I think I've ever come come to actively incorporating shit into a sexual yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah, because it's about getting cleaned out, so it's not really about the poop. It's and about, it, and also like after the first one, there's, you're, not, there's not a poop. ton left, right? Yeah. It's just dirtier water. Yeah, and so it was like, huh? Okay, 
I'm not into enemas, but I could see I could that see being that. a good element. I could see that being a, a sexual fetish for someone, though, for sure. Oh, being, I mean, it, it's a huge fetish. out forcibly oh, by out. A, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, power spray enema <laughs> dom. Power spray enema dom, yeah. Um, I saw this one enema video once that was, like, fascinating. It's saved somewhere on my computer because I thought it was really hot. Um, but it was, like... Uh, so I guess it's not the first time enemas have been sexual for me, but it's the closest shitty water enemas have been. This is like all clean water, right? Like these girls had clearly like douched beforehand, right? There was, it was like clean water in, clean water out. But I think the videos were something like the power of water or something like that it was like the name of the video series. And it was these women that would be like, it, there, you know, there's like an armchair, like a hard armed and backed chair, not like a fluffy armchair. Mm-hmm. And like they would lean over backwards over the chair so their ass was above their face, right? They're mm-hmm. and they're kind of upside down, mm-hmm. and their legs would kick back. And this dude would take these giant cylinders, like a giant syringe, essentially. Mm. But they were like probably a foot and a half long, like three or four inches around, filled with water. And he would insert it in their asshole and then like slowly like fill them up with water and push it in. And the whole thing was like seeing how much water these girls could take and like seeing how many tubes you could put in before they just finally couldn't hold it and had to push it all out. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was super. I mean, I think anything that tests bodily limits is kind of hot, but I was like into that. Yeah, that's kind of Because I wanted to be filled as much. I just like yeah. the idea like of being, being filled. filled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, like, I... But it was really cute I to watch someone just shoot a stream of water out of their asshole because it just looked like clear fountain water, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it went in clear and came out a little murky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to see that. But yeah, as a fantasy, you don't even have to deal with the poop at all. So I think as a fantasy, it's pretty good. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha podcast.